Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is a Buffy podcast all about Sunnydale's most iconic locations. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. The old Sunnydale oil rig! The old Sunnydale oil fields, Michaela! We <laughs> finally got there! <laughs> I was thinking to myself, it's been so long since we had an iconic old Sunnydale whatchamacallit. And here they have delivered. It's like, remember all the oil fields surrounding Sunnydale? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, show. Of course I do, man. Totally. It's like, you know, P-Wood can't just be burying bodies in the desert. No, no. It needs to be in a place that he'll be able to find it again, right? The Is old, that? <laughs> oh, Sunnydale oil fields. Yeah, fuck. Oh, Ridiculous. Who boy. boy. So this is season seven, episode nine, Never Leave Me. Original air date, November 26, 2002. Cool, cool, cool. Michaela, we give Teeks a lot of flack for the structure of the episode review slash summaries that they produce. Correct. This one, though, I... Oh, man. This is a really backloaded episode. Yep. It, you might say that almost nothing happens for 90% of it. There's like a lot of character work, I I would guess is what you would call it at the majority of this episode. And then at the I end, mean, some things happen and you're like, whoa, things. And at the beginning, you're like, uh. But at the same time, I'm oddly not mad. Like most of it, I had a pretty okay time. Oh yeah. I'm not saying this is a bad right? episode. I'm just saying like if Teeks or I are going to review this episode, I know what the review's gonna be like. It's gonna be a lot on what happens in the last five minutes, and nothing on the stuff that happens in the first 40. I'm gonna burst your bubble right now and tell you that there is no Teeks review. <gasps> and in fact, that there are no IMDB reviews at all for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's that forgettable. My God. It's- Forgettable. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. I was like, I felt like I was insane because I was trying to find where the reviews were. And I'm like, where Where do I click? Where's the thing? That can't and be no, right. The, the, the only button to click is write a review. What? Like that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is it like some sort of system error? That I don't know. can't be right. <laughs> There are usually like look. 10 of them. I, <laughs> I am <know>. looking. <laughs> it's pretty forgettable. It that's a that's a whole kind of different forgettable though. Okay, what do we got? <laughs> User reviews review this title. Holy yes! shit. <laughs> okay. Well then, uh, yeah, so this is uh, an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer that happens much like many others. First things first, I think let's start with familiar faces, right? Oh, right. So I told you my exact wording was that half would make you happy and half would make you angry. Okay, so... Now, yeah, <laughs> it's not 100% accurate, but it's I would say it's pretty accurate. I am going to guess at who the the familiar faces here are. Right. We've got on, okay, on the angry side, right? Yeah. QT. I called that sure. one and bam, QT is there. Is that who you thought would make me angry? Well, so 
he's not the only returning watcher. Oh, there are a lot of returning watchers in the background. <laughs> it's true. So I was counting all of those in the angry bucket. Okay. Yeah. That's so not that's like 100% four. wrong. Yeah. Four. <laughs> right? How? Okay. Because I came into this still thinking that there were two. The other the other side of this is going to yeah. be Andrew. Yeah. Lil J. Yeah. Not Warren. I'm not. Uh, is he even a familiar face? Do you count him? Were you counting him? Yeah. If we're, if we're counting Little J, we have to count Warren. Okay. Okay. So Warren's those three. interactions with Andrew, I think, are very fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the person who plays the Uber Vamp is, uh, you know, it's a bit of a stretch, but <laughs> his name is Camden Toy, and he also played Gnarl. <gasps> oh, no way! Right? So that's, that's cool. real fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I thought that there were two familiar faces, and here there were eight. Right. I was off so, by no small amount. I said multiple faces, and then I used the words half and half, and you immediately went to one you would be happy about and one you would be angry about, and I just didn't correct you. This is correct. Your exact words were. <laughs> I, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, there are multiple returning watchers, though. Anyway, called the QT thing, and I was... You did. Then you happier did. to see him, right? And Which is great. I think I, it works out. By the end of this episode, I'm so happy that we saw him. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, we're uh, we're pouring some out this episode, but that's fine. <laughs> Just like a bucket, yeah. We cool. are still not into this episode, Michaela, because no. I have one final piece of trivia for you. All right. Previously on Welcome to the Hellmouth, I've been like, whoa, the previously on for this episode was like a minute and 14 seconds long or something. <laughs> just insanity yeah this one was two minutes and 13 seconds what? long for nothing for what? happened <laughs> what did it tell you about what did it think you wanted to know i just like everything i guess <laughs> the okay so little jay dying was yeah it's heavily important. featured right it's, it's really relevant to this episode yeah i'm trying to remember what else oh joyce they want me to remember that joyce came back and told don some things about buffy interesting sorry came back and told don <laughs> some thi- wait no things. okay some things <laughs> about, about buffy. buffy yeah yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, what else did they want me to know? I don't know, man. Two and a quarter minutes of bullshit. That's too many minutes. It is That's too many minutes. For what happens in this episode? Like, did they remind you who the Watchers were? No. No, no. There was no what? checkpoint. Zero checkpointing at all. Oh, the man. Giles thing came up, obviously, where, like, Axe is being right. swung at his head. Despite the fact that we get no resolution on that at all this episode. Spoiler They bring alert. up... Giles. They do. They're they like, talk about where him. in the world is Giles? Well, it's interesting. You've got this syncopation thing happening, right? Where mm-hmm. two episodes ago, the end of it was Lil J dying on the seal, and you're like, shoot. And then the next episode, they're like, we don't talk about that at all. But the end of this episode, Giles is about to die. Oh, shoot. And the next episode, they're like, we don't talk about that at all. But here's yeah. Lil J again. And you're like, oh, ha, ha, okay. Yes, we're in. We've got things happening. Multiple concurrent things. It, it is weird. The structure is weird. And the structure of these episodes has been weird. Yeah. <laughs> because it, 
it's sort of like they're telling this continuous story, mm-hmm. but then that really messes with the arc of the episode itself. Yeah, and like, it does. The tension and the feeling that nothing is really happening. Yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to say there's an arc to this episode. Well, exactly. Exactly. There isn't one. Yeah. <laughs> there should be, but there isn't one. I The arc actually... Okay. There is an arc to this episode, and it revolves around the secret sixth main cast member. I don't know. The main cast changes way more. But like in Firefly, you know, you've got the seventh cast member, and it's the ship. It is the serenity itself. And in this show, you've got four, five, whatever, cast members, six maybe, I don't know. And then the nth plus one cast member is the summer's home. And really, this is a story about the summer's home. And how it gets progressively repaired to slightly slightly better and then wrecked even more. I think that's the story of this season. <laughs> you used to go on about like, oh, the Summer's Home's being destroyed again. And for the first like six seasons, they were actually pretty sparing with that. It happened a couple times, like, you know... Buffy fights Faith in there. That wrecks some shit up. Flooded happens. Obviously, that's bad for it. But, like, generally, a lot of this is pretty gentle on the Summer's Home. And then this season, they're just like, no, fuck that place, man. We blew up the library. We're not afraid to blow other places up. They blew up the magic box. Yeah, man. Fuck all the sets. Fuck all the sets. sets. All right, let's actually actually do this. Let's actually get into this episode. So Spike's in the house. We're picking up right where we left off last episode. Smash cut. Smash cut. Dawn is like, why is Spike still here? He's insane and killing people. Anya says, hey, let's put a sword through him. Isn't that what you guys do to people (laughs) who are insane and killing people? (laughs) Willow plays the Buffy knows what she's doing card. Xander for once doesn't leap at the opportunity to kill Spike. Like It's so weird. Character growth, like what? We're passing this season. Or forgetting who characters are. One of the two. I don't know. I don't know what's up with Xander. When he doesn't want to kill Spike, you're just like, is Xander the first? Is that what's happening here? Right? Everyone (laughs) can be the first. dead. Anyways. Okay. So we have this little thing, and then we cut to a real badass walking down the street with a long black leather coat on. Those big black boots, that Mm -hmm. those black pants, the black t-shirt. It could only be one person, Michaela. Andrew. So I've named my picture what's his name? (laughs) (laughs) Unkind but fair. So many times in this episode they do it, and it's always funny. (laughs) Spike even does it once, and Buffy's like, Tucker's brother. Spike never met Tucker. We saw Tucker once for like 30 seconds, potentially. (laughs) And Spike has met Andrew. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh boy, Uh... yes. So, Andrew looks fairly Neo-esque at this point. (laughs) He has gotten himself a new look. He's looking good. He's feeling good. He's a badass now. You know, he kills people. No big deal. Actually, he feels not very good about it and (laughs) does not want to do it again. (laughs) Apparently, the thing with the seal, though, it didn't work. And I love it. And you know why? It didn't work because Lil' Jay was anemic. He's known he's too little. He didn't have enough blood. TV Tropes definitely thinks that the reason is because he was anemic. He says both. Yeah. I mean, it's a combination. The first appears 
to Andrew as Jonathan, mm-hmm. trying to convince him, like, oh, no, like, it wasn't so bad. You yeah. know, it hurt a bit. But now I'm in this great place. And, like, I'm so glad that you stabbed me. That was the best thing that ever happened to me, man. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. We're we're liking Andrew. That's great. Spike's getting tied to a chair yet again, but he's more okay with it now than he used to there's be. A, there's a quick little piece of... <sighs> I guess, lore in here Mm -hmm. where we do finally learn that the first can't touch anything. Yeah, yes. Incorporeal and whatnot. Right. And like that, not that it's happened up to now, but it's sort of a pretty relevant thing. Mm -hmm. And I thought that they slipped it in pretty uh, casually, I guess I'm going to say. Yeah, seamlessly. (laughs) It it didn't feel... It didn't feel too forced, right. and but it's, like, very important. It's very important. I mean, this just points to Buffy being fucked in so many ways, right? A, the first evil, like, incomprehensibly ancient and powerful. Yeah. B, yeah. she can't punch it. She's no. useless. And that's all she knows. That's all she do. knows how to do. It's the ultimate enemy for her. <laughs> <laughs> Glory, at least she could punch, even right? if it didn't it do effective. much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The first literally can't punch it. Unpunchable. What's she going to do? Unpunchable. <laughs> She's got nothing. <laughs> the next smash hit from M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Unpunchable. Punchable? Fuck. I'd watch it. Okay, right. Spike's being tied to a chair. Okay, I've got so many problems with this that come to fruition not that long from now. <laughs> the fact now. that it's a flimsy chair and Spike is a vampire. It's a flimsy chair. They're using rope. And like, even if he couldn't break the chair, his mouth is full of things that cut rope. (laughs) He has pointy teeth made for biting. He's in Buffy's bedroom for God knows what reason. They have a basement. They'll get there. Eventually. They'll figure a lot of things out after they fucked this up the first time. Whatever. Why yeah. is why is he up here where there's sunlight? I mean, not that that matters. I get it. I get it. We get a scene with P. Wood that is useful for two reasons. One, it's like, hey, remember remember P. Wood, the tough but fair P. principal Wood, Wood. who is totally normal. And two, yeah. Don's got a ridiculous turtleneck on. Turtle power. What, what did I call it? Pert pert. Do, do you see what I... Pert turt. Perp turt. Perp. Okay. <laughs> You've called it perp turt. <laughs> like, like she's not quite able to say pop tart, but it's also a purple turtleneck. I'm so, so weirdly proud of It's it. a perp turt. And I don't think there is a kind picture to be taken of Dawn in this entire scene. Like her face looks so weird in both of our pictures. Yeah, they're, they're such different parts of the scene. Yeah. She got I that love, perp turt. <laughs> I love the face that you've captured. It's like right. half of her face is more scrunched up than the other half somehow. Because she was about to make an expression, but she just had to Is she almost winking? I don't, I don't know. I don't remember yeah. her winking. She doesn't think that's what's happening. I don't know. Oh, poor perp turt. <laughs> she's here and for some reason like instead of just calling in sick buffy has sent dawn i guess buffy's a shit liar and she's like dawn go lie for me at the school (sighs) okay and then qt comes back qt qt quentin travers we are glad to see see him him. (laughs) he's such of the worst and like every time the watchers showed up 
pretending to be relevant in this episode. I was just like, why are we doing this? Like, I would have forgotten these fucks existed. Which is If we didn't do this. It just seems to me like once you've got a Watcher's Council established, doing as little Mm. as the show does with them is almost criminal. Like, have, have a once per season with the council, at least. So yeah, he doesn't know where Giles is. The Everything is mayhem. The first evil is struck against the Watchers in general. Bad things are happening. Whatever. Gonna find Giles ASAP, right? Yeah, for some reason, Giles is gonna save the day, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Giles is gonna save the day if anything that I... Like, if any of my thoughts are correct here. Yeah. I kept expecting him to show up in Sunny D and just be like, smacking some of these people around. <laughs> I mean... It might happen. You don't know. He's done it before. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first big entrance he's had. I do love that Buffy manages to, like, call QT in the <laughs> middle of a council meeting or something. <laughs> Why does How he have a phone at this desk? What time is it? It's not like... a mobile phone. <laughs> it's a landline. <laughs> How does she get through? Okay. Doesn't matter. She is one of the two active slayers, so that's got to count yeah. for something, right? You'd hope. And then I think it might be time for a a quick first segment. What do you say? Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Did you see that ludicrous display last night? Right, Harry. Did you see that ludicrous display last night? What was they thinking, Sandy Walker on early? The thing about Arsenal is they always try and walk it in. That is true. See you later, Moss. Well, there you go. (laughs) Oh, God. What's that a reference to? Uh, IT crowd. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think it's coming back to me. Uh, Sports ball corner. Basically, is what we're doing. sports ball. Good. So yesterday was, of course, the Superb Owl, or as some people call it, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Go Pats, or how about them Pats, eh? Is that who who was victorious? Yes, I don't know who they Ah. were playing, and this episode is coming out in like six weeks. So, um... That's so true. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Out of date! I don't really follow sports much. There are a couple things that I would like to talk about, though, uh, around sports. And I don't know if you have anything to... uh, to add here or to bring to the table but you know we'll see the uh the first thing that i want to talk about sports ball related is actually esports or as i prefer to call them esports <laughs> yeah esports esports as they prefer the, to be called uh the fancier sports yeah mm-hmm. esports i think are interesting a because they are generally seen as not legitimate sports despite sharing basically all qualities with legitimate sports other than a focus on cardio, I guess. Yeah. And the other reason I think they're interesting is recently Google's AI Alpha Star, in this case, which was trained on StarCraft matches, beat some StarCraft pros at some pretty high-profile StarCraft games. Uh, it also lost a couple that are more, I guess, popularized. Um, there are still weaknesses with it. It's not the best StarCraft player in the world. But I think it's very fun that esports might be so limited in its run by the fact that computers are so much better at it. Well, a big part of StarCraft in particular is the ability to micromanage yeah. your units. And a computer is just going to do that better than a person all the time. Right. People are talking about like, oh, that's not fair. And I'm like, isn't it? it, Why is it not fair? That seems completely fair. (laughs) It's just as fast as you can do these things. And there are some practical limitations on it. Like, because sometimes you just don't have enough units and they'll die. But yeah, it turns out it's a pretty shite StarCraft player, but it's very good at controlling its individual units, which is fun. And I mean, I've... 
I've seen those very, very good StarCraft players and the crap that they can do oh, yeah. with their units is just unbelievable. Yeah, madness. And I have to imagine that, yeah, what a computer could do would just be, yeah, the next level. It's so. pretty cool. They had some, yeah, they've got the games up on YouTube. They are, I would say, very interesting to watch, even if you're not very into StarCraft. If you don't know anything about it, though, you would probably be very lost. The commentators yeah. try to make it like really base level, though. And they uh, they give it to you like StarCraft is a game where you control multiple units and you're trying to kill the other team. So they start okay, off so from not, a real low place. They're not just jumping straight in, being like, "Oh, he's going for three racks." Yeah, exactly. Like, you know? well, that's an interesting take on a four gate. No, they yeah. they do a, a very good job of trying to dumb it down for people like me or people even less experienced with StarCraft than me. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you say, and I'm sure this is very true that. People don't think of esports as in any way similar to real sports, mm-hmm. quote unquote real sports. Because my first thought was like, you know, I feel like most of the people in my life think that <laughs> esports. But that's, yeah, that's insane. I hang out with a bunch of nerds. Selection of bias. All... Selection <laughs> bias. Selection bias. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I've been watching a lot of Sports Center recently. <laughs> oh, what? This is not something because, I saw coming. Yeah. Because at the gym... Yep. In the morning. Uh, there are four options for what I can watch on the TV. Mm-hmm. Those options are Sports Center, the DIY network, which is normally showing Holmes Renovation, <laughs> a show about Mike Holmes renovating things. Oh no, Holmes Inspection, my apologies. Uh, I can watch music videos or fitness tips. Jeez. Or I can watch the news. Wow, yeah. Of those things. Sports. Sports, <laughs> yep. sports with the descriptive video turned on yep. is actually pretty interesting because, I mean, when you watch Sports Center, it's just all of the, the scoring. Mm-hmm. So it's just like goal after goal or cool basket after cool <laughs> basket. And you're like, hey, this game is pretty fun. So now I know some things about some basketball men. Oh. I know that LeBron James was off for five weeks straight, which is a long time. Mm. And his team was doing very bad without him. <laughs> <laughs> Tough luck then. I saw some hockey men fight oh, that yes. don't normally fight. Oh. <laughs> Malkin and Stamkos fought each other, which they are not... They're both good players and they don't normally get into fights. Mm. So the fact that they fought each other was a big deal. Yeah, there's like dynamics to fighting in hockey that didn't really strike me as... Or that I didn't really appreciate until much later in life. Yeah, because some guys don't really ever fight. And I mean, I don't know that they have enforcers the way that they used to. When Although, I guess if you have a really big dude, like, that's just kind of maybe what he's going to end up doing. But right, like, Uh. you just, yeah, you have someone on your team and you're like, okay, you're not playing great right now. Just go pick a fight with the guy who's doing very well on their team. See if you can just fucking get him in the penalty box or incapacitate him briefly. Let's see how that goes. But then at the same time, that's why you have that guy in your team to protect the mm. the little yeah. amazing guy from big scary guys like that, mm-hmm. right? Like you got to take the hit for him. It's such a weird thing that <laughs> fighting is just a, an organized part of that sport to some degree. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it definitely is. Because, like, you can't fight people in basketball, right? No. And, like, they let them fight for an amount of time. And everyone wants them to fight. And then, I mean, sometimes they've still got a grudge afterwards. But a lot of the time, they're just like, all right, we fought. It's cool now. Yeah. Bizarre. Interesting. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, I think that's a good sports ball corner for now. (laughs) 
There you go. I knew so much more than you anticipated. So much more. Know. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Glad to see it. Let's keep yeah. going into this episode. Uh, I don't know. Spike's still tied up, whatever. Andrew yeah, killing the little piggy. <laughs> Oh, Andrew does also does not want to kill this pig. And he keeps talking about babe pig in the city. When his battle cry to try to sacrifice (laughs) this pig is, that'll do pig. (laughs) Oh, delightful. Very delightful. I'm very happy to have Andrew on this show. Mm. I really don't think that up to this point, there was any reason to believe that he would continue to come back. Yeah, I did not expect to see much from the trio at all. A lot's happening. And like, let me tell you, we're going to continue to see Tom Lang. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm assuming we're going to continue to see Warren and Lil J from time to time. Right? Like, I mean, this is sort of the nice thing of having the first around. Yeah. Is that you're like, hey, remember those cool people we haven't seen in a while? And it wouldn't really make sense for them to be here Partially because they're dead for the most part. We can have them all. Everyone is on the table again. You're like, oh, dang. Cool. (laughs) All that pouring out we did, it was for naught. That's that's what that was. Indeed. Yeah. But yes, Andrew needs blood to open the thing, the seal, whatever. It's a seal. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Can't, or he killed Lil J, that didn't work. Can't kill this pig. Can't catch it. So he's going to go buy some blood the old vampire way. And luckily, Spike is also in need of blood. Mm. So Willow happens to also be here by oh, blood. Oh, shit. I missed the velvety ass shirt that Willow's wearing. It's oh. so velvet. Thank God oh, you got a picture of it. Boy. Oh, boy. I'm actually pretty into it, I have to say. <laughs> Which is not normally a stance I take on this type of velvet shirt. It's such a heady time, though, Michaela. This, this amount of velvet <laughs> and velour on display. Jeez. Right. And, like, you know, it's not red. It's really got that going for mm. it. More of it's a plum? Maybe, yeah, like a very dark... Well, it's velvet, so it ends up looking darker. <laughs> <laughs> very dark purple. Hey, not red? I'm happy. Hell yeah. I really enjoy Willow and Andrew showing... <laughs> doing their little showdown here, you know? <laughs> Andrew stands up for himself. He's like, you are messing with forces that you cannot comprehend. Willow, who has been pretty shy this season, goes all Dark Willow on him in verbal form. And yeah, Andrew tries to do an intimidation and just totally, like, rolls a Ooh, one. whiffs that you know? check, yeah. And then Willow's like, fuck you, I have advantage on intimidation because you think I'm going to skin you alive. <laughs> it is effective. <laughs> yep. Uh, and it's also good Joss writing, or Joss-esque writing, Buffy writing, I guess, because yeah. we have this happen and... I think the last line of Willow's speech is, I am death. If you dare defy me, I will call down my fury, exact fresh vengeance, and make your worst fears come true. Okay? And just trails (laughs) off there, and you're like, good. Yeah, Yeah. nice. Yeah, no, it's solid stuff. Solid stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so now the B team has a hostage of their very own. Hey, look at that. Buffy and Spike are off doing their own thing. Doesn't matter. We got Xander, we got Anya, we got them interrogating Andrew. Where are they interrogating Andrew? That's a great question. Uh, I could not tell you. It's got a solid answer. It's Don's room. Is it Don's room? I guess that's the only thing that makes sense. It's the only room available. It is Don's room. And I think it used to be Buffy's room, question mark. Who knows? It's connected to Joyce's room through a flimsy wall. But yes, in the background of all of this interrogation is clearly Don's shit just everywhere. <laughs> everywhere? Uh, yeah, no, I see it now. I see it now. We've taken 
very similar pictures of Anya. Oh, yeah. They're doing some interesting camera angle stuff and like shaky cam a lot as Anya and Xander are doing the good cop, bad cop thing to Andrew here. Anya is a fantastic bad cop. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. She's I love everything demon. about this interrogation I mean, scene. Ex vengeance demon, not that Andrew knows. Yeah, but... whatever. He doesn't need to know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's very good. She hits him, backhands him, and Xander's like, we need to talk. <laughs> Out, out of here. And they're just like, yeah, this is going so fucking well. Oh, man. <laughs> they're having the time of their lives. Anya's hair has gotten even shorter, mm-hmm. I think. So I've called this short hair deer shirt. Because I don't know if you noticed, but her shirt's got just like a big picture of a deer's face on it. Yes. Oh, God. You can't really tell in either of our pictures. And I didn't want to wait till later. But yeah, it's, it's bananas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Good times. Good times. So yeah, the... That interrogation's going fine. Buffy's questioning Spike about what he remembers about the things. Turns out, basically not much. And that's his story for the episode. So this is the thing. I was thinking about, like, what's happening in this episode? And I think here, Buffy's trying to decide if Spike is worth saving. Mm. And so, because she's asking a lot of questions about, you know... What did he have to do to get his soul back? Where did he have to go? And like, if you really think about it, he was a vampire. The the lengths that he went to and like the pain that he went through to get his soul back is pretty ridiculous given that he was ostensibly evil at the time. Mm -hmm. And like, I think this is what has convinced Buffy not to kill him. Mm. Because a lot of times in this episode, I'm like, why don't you just kill him? And I think it's this. And I'm not saying that I necessarily agree, because I think he's still a pretty big danger. I think the entire episode is trying to answer that question of why has Buffy not staked Spike yet? And a lot of this is just that. I'll actually go over to the TV tropes description of this episode, because it's very short and... The entire, like, first 90% is summed up by (laughs) Willow discovers Andrew's return. Buffy tries to get the truth about Spike. And I'm like, yep, (laughs) there you go. Yeah, you got got it all, right? Andrew's back, Spike, question mark. That's about it. Sure. Yeah, (laughs) there's a a moment here where Buffy is feeding one of the bags of blood to Spike. Just like, he's just sucking on that bag, right? Oh, yeah. And all all I can think is, like, you couldn't at least, like, put it in a cup and get him a straw? Right? Like, aren't you going to get blood all over everything Some this way? Like, something. <laughs> he loves Weetabix, you know? Crush Gives it up. Texture yeah. that blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you've done this before. This is not the first time. Yeah, and, like, chewing through a plastic bag, like, that's not something oh. you can close up again. That's not... Right? Mm. Like, uh, it, I was just mm, so problematic. Yeah. and <laughs> Problematic, Michaela. Buffy questions Spike and she's like, hey, when did your chip stop working? And he's like, I don't know, man. I it, I guess it's been not working for a while. And I'm like, what about last episode where it was clearly working? You punched Xander and then got a headache. What do you mean it's not been working for a while? What? <laughs> So, well, this is, it's not your this fault. Is the thing. It's not your fault at all that you don't know about the chip. The show is intentionally confusing you about the chip. It seems that when he's been triggered, which I really hate that we have to call it that, <laughs> but that's what the show's going to call mm-hmm. it. So here we are. He seems to also be able to ignore the chip. But he wasn't triggered then... when he punched Xander and got the migraine no, and he should he remember that. Right. But he's confused. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The show man. is lying to us, and I'm not appreciating <laughs> it. A bonus for Spike. 
is that he now realizes that his previous relationship with Buffy was toxic. And <laughs> Buffy's not even quite there yet. She she no. knows it, sort of. But Spike at this point is like, that was a terrible idea. We were we were in a very bad place. I don't know if you noticed. And, and like, Spike, you know, now that he has this soul and that he has this self-loathing, he really feels like he understands Buffy in a way that he couldn't before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which you know what's that say about Buffy and she doesn't agree with this and she doesn't like it she's just like I don't hate myself and you're like oh, I don't know Buffy you were like really acting like maybe you kind of did alright Gov oh, I think you've got some <laughs> self-loathing issues to work through <laughs> that's Spike this episode <laughs> that's Spike right I was like I oh, was there a new character is it one of the watchers no it's Spike no. obviously how can you not tell from my perfect spike impression? I'm really yeah. hurt now. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I just want to flip back over to my picture of Good Cop. Mm. So Xander is playing Good Cop. He looks a lot better than he has for many episodes. He's got better hair. I think it's a lot to do with the hair. Like he had a, way too much mm. hair before. And I think his face looks a little thinner mm-hmm. than it maybe has. Uh, this, this whole scene, like, I know that Xander's in here. He's trying to be the good cop and, and, you know, scare Andrew because mm-hmm. Anya's going to come back. But like, didn't you sort of feel like there was maybe something here? Oh, between Xander and Andrew? Yeah. I did not get that impression, no. <laughs> so I'm shipping it pretty hard now. I don't know what to call them. Xandrew, I guess. Xandrew, yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alexander yeah. Harris. Alexandru. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not the same as Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Xandru, certainly. And oh man, when Z- when Xander's talking about how, like, basically, you know, saying what happened between Anya and him and how it made him feel like there was a blackness where his heart used to be, whatever. Mm-hmm. Andrew's making this understanding face. <laughs> like he really gets it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Fantastic what, stuff. Xander's been going through, man. Yeah. He, he gets yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. He gets it. It's not great as an interrogation tactic until Xander pulls out the, then she cut this guy open, pulled out his intestines, <laughs> rubbed his face in it, and took a picture. <laughs> then Andrew's like, oh, oh, ah. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Uh, yeah. Again, it's good times. It's just very boring. Well, <laughs> it's not even boring. It's just that nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. <laughs> so Buffy's <laughs> left the room briefly to meet up with Dummy Xander and Anya. She's like, hey, Dumb how's this Buffy. going? They're like, pretty good. You can go back to see Spike now. She goes back, but oh, Spike's talking to someone else, but there's no one else in the room. Oh, and there's a little song being sung. Mm-hmm. Now, this this song, I was like, why the hell is this episode called Never Leave Me? Mm. And that line is part of the chorus of this song. Yes, it is. Will you never leave me? Will you make me so happy for the rest of my life? A chorus that we don't often hear. No, we heard it once so far, I think. (laughs) Once? Yeah. Yeah, so it's a bit weird to, like, call the entire episode that, but whatever, writers, you guys do what you want. Yeah. (laughs) They're having a grand old time doing what they do Grand old time. Yeah. For sure. Spike at one point when Buffy comes back in and she's like, who are you talking to? I think he says, I was amusing myself or something, <laughs> which is pretty great. It's it's technically yeah. correct. The best kind of correct. Yeah, the, the best kind. I really do like that after she comes in and he's acting so strange 
And like, she's suspicious, but she doesn't know what to do about it. <laughs> but he's like, oh, he's just being super weird. Oh, yeah. Super, super weird. Until he goes vamp face, breaks the chair, and then, very strange, Michaela, goes straight oh. for Andrew through a wall. And you're like, whoa. Like, he knew exactly where Andrew was and who was targeting him specifically for some reason. Just as Andrew's about to reveal the juiciest details as well. The juiciest mm. details. Mm. Hmm. Suspicious. I, I'm not sure I'd call it suspicious. Probably a coincidence, no doubt. Oh, no doubt. No, Most things doubt. are. So yeah, that was weird. Uh, Buffy, like, kicks him in the face, kicks Spike in the face to knock him out eventually uh, after there's some fighting and Andrew gets, like, a little bit chomped on. Yeah, he's mostly fine, though. They even let Don have a have a go at not knowing Andrew's name, which is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Get everyone on that train, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then we get a deep cut. And, you know, oh. I love them. Love them deep cuts. Oh, Michaela, they are playing with fire. <laughs> because Xander starts talking about how a trigger is something that they often do in the army. In the military. The agent. <laughs> uh-huh. And you're like, oh, no, have they... Have they remembered that time that Xander was an army have man? Have they gone back to season that well? Two? They have not. <laughs> was thank it? it wasn't dry. Thank no, fucking it God. They haven't gone back. <laughs> they do reference oh, it, yeah. though. So they thought about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still mad about it because they're like, remember when Xander was an army man? I'm like, yes. Oh. It was a fun jape once, and you used it for two years as a crutch. Crutch. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, he knows this stuff from movies <laughs> rather than his yeah. military training. So good job, you know? Great. And yes, Great stuff. it seems to be that this song is a trigger that gets Spike going all Manchurian candidate on them and doing bad things. But that's fine because he's locked in a basement now. They Did they have these fucking chains <laughs> the entire time? The old family manacles. Michaela, we've been over this. What does everyone yeah, have? have? Manacles. I mean, Oz had them. Oz yeah, I had get it. manacles. <laughs> I don't think this is the first time they've manacled someone in the Summer's home. Honestly, I think this is canonical. I'd believe it. I, I couldn't tell you exactly. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? Maybe they're Giles' manacles oh, from when he went. Oh, definitely had manacles. I remember oh, that. true say. Yeah. True say, true say. I don't know. There's manacles yeah. fucking everywhere, man. That's yeah. fine. It's all good. Yeah, so now they decide, oh, he broke the chair. <laughs> we didn't see that one coming. Get him chained yeah. up in the basement. Much better idea, guys. He's at least further away from things there. Like the sun. I guess. Like the sun. Yeah. And hey, he does really well in basements. We all know He's that. great in basements. Spike, yeah. made for basements. Made for basements. We flip on over to P-Wood. Yeah, we've got a little bit more P-Wood this episode to take care of. He's oh, what's he up to? He's taking care of some business late at night in the school. It's probably a pretty normal oh, stuff, right? Soup's, yeah. Soup's normal. normal. Yeah, He's just getting his stuff. He's packing up. He's leaving. He's, you know, he's had a long day here. Then he's like, oh, yeah. I, th- I think I forgot something in the basement. He gives it a, <laughs> oh, a quick, quick weird it's a look. weird place to forget something. Yeah, and he, yeah. he wanders on down yeah. there and he's like, oh, hmm. this is where I left Lil Jay's dead body. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Doesn't talk. This is all through body language, but he's like, uh. Dead kid in the basement. All right. And he does what needs to be done, Michaela. He does what needs to be done. I mean, he's the principal of the Sunnydale High School, you know? So he's going to be the one to go dig a shallow grave in the old Sunnydale oil fields. (laughs) Like, 
It's very shallow. <laughs> it's you extraordinarily know? shallow. Animals are going to get this body. They're getting in there. And like, someone's going to come tend to this rig mm. at some point, aren't they? I would think so. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like, the the dirt's going to be, hmm. Well, but they'll also be like, ah, another body <laughs> right, yeah. buried at the oil fields. Oh, Sunnydale oil fields. Not again. <laughs> So, P. Wood seems to be more than he initially seemed, and uh, I'm conflicted about this, because when we were first introduced to him and he was giving off obviously evil vibes, I was like, that would be boring to have yet another evil principle, although I guess technically Peace Nye was not evil. He was just... Technically not. A bad principal. He was malicious. Who hated Buffy. Yeah. yeah. But he wasn't actually evil. Correct. Like, he didn't know the mayor wanted to be a giant snake. Yeah. Until it was far too late. Far too late. He even got eaten there. Yeah. yeah. So I guess this is the first evil principle that we've had. You know, they were pouring it on super thick in that first episode. Mm. Like, is this necessarily him saying, I'm evil for no, sure? No, no, no. I don't know. No, absolutely not. Yeah. This, like, it's still ambiguous. I think the, the TV Tropes page put it, puts it well when it says that Principal Wood is not just what he first appears or something like that like yeah yeah yeah. it's not maybe there's more to him reading those tv tropes pages i think that's what this is hinting at like that that is very vague right yeah it it says there's something else going on yes for sure but like yeah this isn't necessarily like it's something for sure evil right yeah this is just like okay he is either knowledgeable about Sunnydale maybe the first is talking to him it's talking to a lot of people maybe he's literally not just a a human principal who knows but (laughs) I think it leaves it pretty wide open from the wiki's perspective and anything else is probably your fault actually Michaela me yeah you anyway do you want to have a quick second segment yeah yeah let's do it big damn heroes well look at this here's a guy here just in the nick of time what does that make us? Big damn heroes, sir. Ain't we just? Oh, that sounds like us. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got some heroes in this this here television show. Buffy, who runs away from most of her problems and hits the other ones. Hey, she hits a lot of things. A lot of scary things. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything she doesn't run away from, she generally hits. Yeah. Sometimes both. Maybe yeah. it's a punch and then a run. Generally not, though. I think once she punches, she's usually she's in, in it. for it. Yeah. yeah. She's there for the punching, except if it's like a god. That's like the one time. I would like to know if there are any other fictional heroes that you find particularly interesting, motivating, or what you think makes a good hero in television or other media. Interesting, interesting. You can go first, maybe. Sure, sure, sure. <clears throat> the Buffy writers have identified that a good hero has flaws and is not just perfect. Right. Superman, boring. Batman, more interesting. Mm -hmm. Batman versus Superman, terrible movie. (laughs) The writers have incorrectly assumed that any flaw will do. (laughs) Correct, yeah. And have instead piled Buffy with several unfortunate ones like, what if Buffy never told her friends anything? Or what if Buffy ran away from her emotional problems? And I don't think that's a really good choice. But like the Malcolm Reynolds sort of thing where like, Yes, he's a hero. He also kicks someone into a spaceship engine in, like, the first episode. Oh, yeah. I guess not the first episode, is it? It's early on, though. I guess that's Train Job, right? So second? It is Train Job. Yeah. Wait, who does he kick? 
It's Crow. It's the guy with the knife who works for the old Russian creepy dude. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like train job then. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely train job because he's just given back all the medicine to the town. Right. And w- this isn't a Firefly podcast. That's not the point. Anyway. <laughs> it could be. He, he's like a, he's a bad guy, right? Yeah. Who intentionally gets into fights. <laughs> but he's also got a lot of heroic characteristics and that's what we like. I'll also, I was just thinking about the Commander Shepard song from, right. uh, not actually from Mass Effect, but Commander Shepard is the protagonist in Mass Effect that you take on. Uh, I like that. They do some interesting things there. You can obviously, because it's a video game, you can play it in a variety of ways that are sort of twisty-turny. One of my favorite Commander Shepard moments is taking the good option uh, in the second game as you are wandering around a civilian space, and you wander into shops, and you're like, okay... You know, I'm having dialogue options here. I'm trying to get discounts or whatever. And there's like the good option of like, oh, I'll give your store an endorsement if you give me a discount. And there's the bad option of like, give me a discount or I'll hit you in the face. Right. And you're like, oh, I'm I'm playing a good character this time. I'm going to take the good option. Commander Shepard's like, I'm Commander Shepard and this is my favorite store in the Citadel. And then you're like, cool, that was awesome. And then you go into a second store and you're like, oh. I can negotiate for a price here. And you're like, oh, I'm still playing a good character. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store in the Citadel. And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, no. And then later on, you're just wandering around, and every store you pass, you just hear your own voice parroted back at you, <laughs> saying that it's your favorite store in the Citadel. And you run, thinking, what have I done? Yeah, wow. Yeah, heroes, man. They're flawed sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that the game uh, does that to you, though. It's so good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really so good. It's so funny. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I mean, it feels pretty pretty tropey at this point in, in history to say, like, you know, that I'm bored by a hero that is too good. Mm. Because I feel that, like, that's where we are with a lot of heroes. Because mm-hmm. even, like, you know, even Captain America, who is very similar to a Superman, yeah. you know, He's got that Civil War movie where he gets all gritty. People want mm-hmm. grit these days. Yeah. This is sort of the theme of the uh, the Bransan Words of Radiance books. Mm-hmm. Is that all the people who are heroes, all, they're all deeply flawed in some way, right? Like, yeah. you know, you got Dalinar, who's a cool dude. He's the Blackthorn. But he used to have a very severe alcohol problem. <laughs> Yes. And, and you got Kaladin. And, you know, he gets depressed and whiny sometimes. But then he also has really cool powers. And you get that other kid of the Blackthorns who's sick. And that's his obvious deficiency. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I mean, this is the thing, right? Like, Adolin doesn't get powers because he's too perfect. Mm. <laughs> he's so not. Oh, my God. He's such a dick. Yeah. He is kind of a dick. Yeah, I think that there's definitely a a better way to do it, as you said, though, where having people have like, I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to say that there's like the wrong that they can have the wrong flaw, but having them have a flaw that they never work to overcome is maybe <laughs> more the problem because that's Buffy's mm-hmm. problem is that yeah. sure she has this flaw where she's not very good at dealing with her emotions, dealing with things head on. But she still runs away from everything. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing where that's one of her largest character flaws. And it's never actually talked about. In a show with a lot of discussion of characters, no one's ever said, Buffy, you literally run away from your problems a lot. 
Yeah, and like that would be a fine flaw for her to have if she was ever going to actually do anything to acknowledge it and then try to deal with it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so silly. I'm just imagining her running away from Ri-Fi again. Oh. And then she runs into Xander and she tries to run away from him, but she's trapped in a cage. That's the only way to talk to her, just to trap her. And the camera's just on the other side of the cage looking at her as she's like grabbing onto the cage bars like, oh, the worst thing is. <laughs> That's how you defeat her. You just trap her in a cage and you make her talk about her feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good oh, times. The first is the perfect villain. How do you run away from the first? You can't. Yeah. You can't run away and you can't punch it. My God. And it'll just talk at you forever. Oh, no, Buffy. That's Buffy's weakness. It's <laughs> all of Buffy's weaknesses. You're surely doomed. <laughs> She's fucked. Okay. Uh, back to the episode. We can we can finish some stuff up. There's not much more interrogation that happens. Buffy and Spike talk a lot this episode. They're, they do. Sure. And yeah, there's the whole kill me, no... I'm going to kill you. No, don't do it. Back and forth sort of thing. In this scene where they're in the basement is where Buffy, she has decided that she's not going to kill Spike and he mm -hmm. doesn't get it. He's like, just kill me. Like I killed all these people. I'm clearly very dangerous. This thing is controlling me. And because that, like he was a vampire and he fought against that part of himself and went on this journey, Buffy believes that he deserves his shot at redemption, basically. Mm -hmm. The idea that she's willing to, like, potentially sacrifice lives for that doesn't really work for me. Because it, it's, you know, it's Spike has literally been shown to be controllable by this evil entity. And so, yeah. like, yes, it's, it's one thing to say, like, maybe he, he shouldn't be condemned for things that he literally had no control over. But then at the same time... You're, like, putting lives in danger to prove some sort of point. Yeah, killing him would be taking away one of the first most powerful weapons right now. Right? Like, uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> they're not going to kill of him. <laughs> the first most powerful weapons, though, Aww. Michaela. Segway. Boom. The house gets attacked. It was and just fixed. <laughs> everything that was just fixed, the windows, the doors, smashed. everything gets smashed to pieces, to oh, shreds, to you say. To shreds, you say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so there are hooded figures in robes running amok through the house, and we are going to call them by their actual name, which Woo! is... Bringers. Bringers. Okay. I didn't know this because the, the episode hasn't told me yet. Yeah. The later on, the first briefly calls them my harbingers, which is a bit wordy to say every time. So we will eventually just refer to them as bringers because it's easier to say it has a snappy, you know, kind of ring to it. Now, these guys, so they're they're not vampires, clearly. No. They managed to just bust on in the house. Mm -hmm. From all I can tell, they seem to be humans. <laughs> <laughs> And so we've got some problems here. Yeah. Oh, we do, Michaela. We do indeed. I, I just, okay. There's one thing before we get on to the problems that we have. Yeah. Yes. So th the first calls them harbingers in this case. Yes. Uh, and we're going to shorten that to bringers. Yep. And my, my main problem with that 
is that bringer doesn't appear in the word harbinger. If you switch the R and the B around, it does. <laughs> and it's a soft G in harbin- harbinger <laughs> and not in bringer. And so I was looking through the TV tropes page today and it was like, oh, the bringers attack. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that's what they're called. And later on, it's like, when the harbingers attack, I'm like, that that's a different name. And then they're just swapping them around like they're the same thing. And I'm like, you, but they're different words. But they kind of anyway. mean the same. Mm, they don't really mean the same thing. <laughs> they don't really mean the same <laughs> thing. Yeah. The show's Listen. just treating them like they, they mean the same thing. I don't know. Anyway, the problems, they uh, continue because Buffy kills at least two of them. And does, oh, no, Spike doesn't fight any of them Xander which is gets good. one yeah, yeah Xander killed a person like, <gasps> so they're like evil cultists who have carved runes into their eye sockets they're spooky they work for the first evil I'm not saying that they're good and like they're probably beyond any sort of rehabilitation but like they're killing more people they're people and they're gonna continue to kill them you know because <laughs> these are the things that buffy can punch mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, boy, you know, yeah i love it willow love it plays so one guy <laughs> <laughs> And she has to go to special magic school in England for the criminally yeah. insane. Yeah. Buffy kills seven people now and they're like, nah, they were people we didn't like, though. But they didn't like Warren. What? I don't they know. were people that we didn't give names. Yeah, that's the problem right there. Oh, it's it's right. not when you kill someone. It's when you kill someone Unnamed. whose name you know. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So these guys do pretty well for humans yeah. against Buffy, but like yeah. only against Buffy. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So Dawn is using her training that we've seen. She crushing manages it. to do a sick throw. You're yeah, like, she's, yeah. She's fucking crushing it. Fuck yeah, man. This is not the first time that the writers are going to think to themselves, huh? Willow's a really powerful witch who doesn't have to worry about using her power anymore. Better knock her out. <laughs> Better knock her out. The Willow concussion count is going up. Yeah. Uh, she is a powerful witch. Right. Better just get her unconscious as quickly as possible. Yep. She's down. Oh, man. Yeah. For the count. Mm. So, yes, we've got some problems with uh, people killing folks. I was kind of hoping that when Don's getting attacked by this bringer or harbinger, you know, the same word, uh, and he's on top of her, and then someone from out of frame swings in and smacks this guy, I guess kills him, is yeah. what Xander does. Yeah. I was really hoping it would turn out to be Giles, who right. would be like, all that right, God, nice. this is how I escape from England. What's it? <laughs> Wait, no, isn't that Spike? I'm, I'm confused. They're very similar accents. That's why they were mistaken for father-son in uh, Tabula Rasa. Wow, that, hmm, that's a lot more airtight than I anticipated <laughs> it would <Fuck> be. <laughs> I was a fool. I was a fool. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, things go wrong. Spike gets taken. Yeah. Like Liam Neeson's daughter. Like Liam Neeson's daughter. And Buffy's gonna pull Liam Neeson, I guess. Is that the logical next step? <laughs> I, th- I think so, yeah. Yeah. Gotta go crazy and hunt him down. 
killing half of Europe in a mad rampage. <laughs> mad rampage. They also go for Andrew. Mm-hmm. Buffy manages to save him, though, by, <laughs> again, murdering two of them. With, well, they did have some pretty wicked knives, though. Oh, yeah. Save him is accurate, but also funny, <laughs> because he is used as a literal Hilarious. weapon by Buffy. <laughs> In and it's very fight. effectively. Oh, know? man, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Poor Andrew. Except, fine, he's fine. Like, things are yeah. going really well for him, considering what he's done. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. They're going great for him, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, after this has happened, they've got to quickly regroup. They're like, oh, we just replaced the windows. I hope it doesn't rain. Thank goodness it's Sunny D where it doesn't rain. I mean, it's in the name, sure. But <laughs> Buffy gets gets one of those, those headaches with pictures. Buffy gets to be smart for once. For once, she gets an idea. She's like, these cultists have fucked up eyes. I fought things with fucked up eyes. (laughs) Yeah, it's the first, the first evil. And you're like, okay, if you were us, we know about that. And if you weren't, you were like, who? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Stu was still basically like, who? He's a what? 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 He was what? It's a what? He's a music man. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> it's very much a he's a what. Episode <laughs> 9, and they're finally like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is what's happening, except they don't even really explain it. Ooh, 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 fun game. How many mm. episodes do you think it has been since, oh god, season 3? Oh boy, episode, episode 10, I think. 10? Okay. So that makes it pretty uh, easy, because this is episode 9. Mm-hmm. So it's what, four seasons what, plus one. Amends. Amends, yeah, yeah, there we go. It's 89, isn't it? 87. 87, I was close. <laughs> yes, you are very close. It has been 87 episodes, so far more than that in weeks, <laughs> since we had a very hurried explanation at the of end of an episode yeah. about what this was. So... It's like, are the writers giving the viewers way too much credit? Did they just run out of time? I have to imagine that they're going to explain this more. (laughs) Because anything else would be insanity. Does Buffy even mention Angel here? No. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) She just expects... (laughs) The first evil, of course. Of course. What was the first evil? Oh, that thing that tormented Angel in that episode where he almost killed himself and then it snowed. Like, that would be a bit better. But no, yeah. it's just the first evil and you're like, cool, Buffy, cool. But she's so yeah. smart. Jeez, she she makes she's that connection. smart. Yeah. Yeah. So good for you, Buffs. Uh, we go back to the Watchers. I actually mm. have a note where I've written, this is the hardest these Watchers have ever had to work. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's true. I've got a picture here. Mm-hmm. Maybe he does deserve to be blown up dot PNG. Because what I've captured here is QT is apparently trying to comfort this female watcher. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, he like grabs her arm in a weird aggressive way. He's being very handsy in a weird way. Right? Like she does not look comfortable. (laughs) He's her boss. What's he doing? And so, okay, he probably doesn't deserve to be blown up. But I love the idea that this actress is like, well, I'm getting into character. My weird old boss has grabbed me by the arm and is forcibly leading me somewhere. I'm going to look visibly uncomfortable, despite that not being the mood of the scene that we're setting. 
Look at this guy on the left. He's concerned about it too. <laughs> he is, yeah. He's giving <laughs> QT the side eye, being like, Everyone's that's not okay. Like, this is a workplace. What's happening here? It's a yeah. workplace. So yeah, not okay, guys. Not okay. Not okay. So not okay that as QT is like, all right, you know what? The first is struck the first blow, but we're going to strike back harder. We're packing up and moving to Sunny D. And you're like, okay, cool. That sounds great. And then the very next thing that happens is QT gets blowed up with all the other watchers. Woo! Classic. We've been jost. Oh, we have been jost for surezies. Here's how the wiki puts it. Mm-hmm. Just as they realize their duty is providing the Slayer with support instead of telling her what to do from afar with no regard for her personal safety and are about to travel to Sunnydale to finally take on their intended role, they are destroyed. You've just really got to ask yourself what the point of the Watcher's Council was in this show. It's a great question. And it's not one that I expected to be asking. I thought they had this figured out when I started this whole nope. podcast business. I was like, oh, yeah, the Watcher Council. It's like the wa- Council of Watchers. Yeah, it knows what it's doing. But no, they send Wesley to replace Giles. They try to poison <laughs> Buffy. They don't take care of the active Slayer or the inactive Slayer in any Dummies. way. They Just... let Gwendolyn Post wander uh, through. Gwendolyn. <laughs> Uh, and then they get blowed up before they can do anything because they're centralized. They're extraordinarily centralized. Uh, just the, they're the worst. You know, I'll say it. I'm going to mm. come right out and say it. They're the worst. I'm taking that stance. Yeah, they're pretty dumb and awful. But yeah. looks like we don't have to deal with them anymore. <laughs> Yay. And so then to finish this episode down. up, because oh. we've got just a few more minutes left here. Spike is having a slightly suboptimal time. Yeah, so the first needs more blood for their seal, this this whole mm. thing. And, you know, they could get it from anywhere, but it's more fun if they get it from Spike. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. They've got an entire contraption, too. I've called it really excessive. <laughs> it's like... Like, how long did it take to build this wheel that can, like, rotate, but also go up? Kind of like a garage door, you know? Yeah. And, like, how'd they get it? Did they build it in this room? They had to have. You can't bring that in here. Yeah. Right? Like, there was just a small door to get in here? I don't know. Ah. I mean, I have a good laugh when the first also doesn't give a shit about Andrew's name. (laughs) But that's fine. Just unnecessary nonsense, though. Mm. And there is finally enough blood and yeah. iron-rich enough blood I suppose to so. open the seal. Woo! Oh boy, Michaela. Open it up! What's it coming out? opens, it goes down deep into the ground, but then that didn't happen because a lot of the effects in this episode are not great. Anyway, instead, standing atop this seal, we see a spooky fellow. Oh boy, he's a spook up he is a genuine spook em up. Genuine spook ups. Yep. Yep. This is something that I am guessing is an uber vampire. Perhaps. Yeah, he's a he's a spooky fellow. He looks kind of master esque. He's gray. He's got like bat esque features. Um, yeah. He feels to me like maybe what they wanted the master to be in terms of spookiness, <laughs> but mm-hmm. like did not have the talent or budget for it at the time. Yeah. 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 Anyways, summoned, he's an ancient evil. It's going to be all hunky and or dory. Right? Uh, it's all yeah. uphill from here. Whew. That 
That's uh, <laughs> the ending to that episode. Again, much bigger <laughs> than the rest of that episode. Right? It's an exciting ten minutes or once five. The, yeah, once the cultists <laughs> attack, the bringers, sorry. Yeah, yeah there you go. then it, it picks up and you're like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Everything before that, you're like, oh boy. It's oh talking. Boy. It's now, a lot it's of talking. A lot of fun talking where mm-hmm. Andrew's involved. <laughs> sure thing. Like everyone interacting with Andrew is actually quite fun. And yeah, I mean, Buffy and Spike talk a lot, which is probably the most that they've ever spoken about their feelings to each other, <laughs> which... Again, is a big problem. And Spike realizes that because he has a lot more insight than Buffy. Yes. Jesus. Uh, and he's now in a place to use it. Oh, he's like, oh, I get it all now. Living is pain. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy's like, no, not really. You can just <laughs> run away from all your problems. Yeah, that's why she doesn't get it. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Michaela, did you enjoy this episode? I think we've we've said it a few times where yeah. it wasn't bad, <laughs> but nothing happened. Uh-huh. And it's very forgettable. Yeah, for sure. I Is this high on the forgettability index? No. Do we know that? <laughs> no. What? The only forgettable season seven episode on that index is same time, same place. Jesus, no. Remember? And you're like, uh, this, Literally no one has reviewed this episode uh, yeah. because they forgot it happened. They forgot it happened. So this is 103 out of 144. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That feels about right. Yeah. 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 For sure. Who won? Uh, the, first, the first. Again, right? Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. we're going to get a lot seal. of those. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That seal being opened. Yeah. Good times. Best outfit from the episode? Perp Turt, obviously. Perp Turt. (laughs) Hey, Mom, do you make me breakfast? I want a Perp Turt. (laughs) (laughs) So good. (laughs) Turtle power, indeed. Yeah, turtle power. And uh, yeah, there's no Teeks review this episode. That's all right. What is coming up next episode? The next episode is called Bring On the Night. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I'm... Oh, I want you to go to TV Tropes right now. Type in Bring On the Night Buffy TV Tropes into Google and tell me if you can the description there because I think those might be good descriptions that are relatively spoiler free. Uh, See, I can't tell you part of it. (laughs) <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> All right. Honestly, it's it's going to be a continuation of this. Like some sort of spooky thing has come out of the seal. That's mm-hmm. going to be a problem. Yeah. The first has captured Spike. That mm-hmm. seems like a problem. Yeah. And Buffy's going to be a problem solver, hopefully. Oh, she does hit things. She knows how to do that. We're going to see question mark. some familiar faces. Oh, you some know? familiar faces. Interesting. I think you'll be happy to see them all. Oh. Hmm. Are, can... Like, we're not even counting, or sorry, I don't think I'm counting Andrew, Lil J, and Warren as familiar faces at this point. So this is this is where this breaks down, right? Because they what are is... now recurring characters this season. Yeah. I'm probably not going to count. My, my thinking was that if someone appeared in the previous episode, so like in this episode in this case, mm-hmm. they're not a familiar face Correct. next episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm on board for that, yes. Okay. So familiar faces still. Yeah. If they've appeared in this season, but like Mm. it hasn't been for a while, I'm still going to count them. All right. So we might see some G-Man. Who else is in there? Rack. Yeah. We'll see more (laughs) Rack always. I'd be happy to see him. Honestly, I 
I do wish that we got to see Rack. I'm Maybe. hoping for that, Amy. You know, I I'm holding out hope. But Michaela, we are entering the mid-season slump, and we yeah. might have like this might be us hitting it right here. I think I Although, think we're already. This in is it. sweeps time. Like sweeps eight, nine, ten. That's sweeps time. So we think. I'm holding out hope that to, next time is sweeps time still. But like after that, obviously episode thirteen. Eee. Like we're gonna have some some midseason slump where they get lost. They're they're not gonna know. It's gonna be the same thing. Yeah. Where they're just not gonna know what to do. They don't know what to do. They forget where they were going. They can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but they're not sure how to reach it properly and how to fill the time. Yeah. So I'm worried. Yeah. I'm worried for these next like five episodes. I'd say some of them are gonna be good. Some of them are gonna be slogs. Yeah. And I will say, like, there there are a few episodes this season that I am, like, genuinely looking forward to. Mm. There's one very wacky one that I'm incredibly hyped about, okay? Nice. It's going to be super fun. There's one that I'm hyped about for reasons that I cannot tell you, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> uh-huh. Are they in the next five episodes? Mm. Not so much. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I think you've got a pretty good read on that. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works, right? That's how Buffy do. For sure. So we just get through it and then we'll be at the end. <laughs> Familiar faces. <laughs> we're looking forward to it. At some point, they will rem- will remember that they started the first two episodes of this season with potentials being murdered. At one point, th- and last episode even gather them happened you know like they're gonna put the pieces together for themselves and be like you know we did do that yeah it's, they'll, they'll it's get there. gotta happen right <laughs> someday soon some <laughs> Ooh, i'm not gonna say soon i that you're putting words <laughs> in my mouth here <laughs> yeah okay yeah, it was <laughs> until next uh, time though our listeners can always find this episode up on the reddit buffy.reddit.com email us beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com find our pictures up on facebook and you can find us individually on Dreamwidth, which is a fork of previously popular social site live journal but oh, supposedly without so much corporate fuckery uh, oh, i'm on there boy. at dreamweaver michaela i'm on there at i dreamed a dream and make sure to hashtag all those dreams. Welcome to the Hellmouth so we know you came from the show. And until next time, farewell, farewell from, from the, the Hellmouth. Hell Hellmouth. Hell no. Hell no.